I am the Flash. My name is Sarah Lamb, but don't call us heroes. We are legends. I had to become someone else. I had to become something else. I had to become the Green Arrow. Welcome to CWC. Let me start that again. Welcome to CW Superheroes, it's Entertainment Talks Podcast for the CW's DC Superhero Shows. This is for Arrow on the CW and Sky One. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today. My co-host is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Doing alright. So we're here for the final time for Arrow for the series wrap-up, of course. We do still cover the other shows, Flash uh, and Legends as well. And uh, we'll see what other show and Superman when it comes around. Um... Possibly in October, I don't know. Uh, but for now, we're here to say goodbye to Arrow to wrap up our final thoughts and uh, some listener thoughts as well. We do have an email as well. We get we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, how do you feel about Arrow now that it's been been a week? It's all said and done. We know the ending and uh, the dust has settled, if you will. Yeah, I think it did good to run its course. It ran not too long it definitely wasn't too mm-hmm. short i did get uh, technically seven and a half seasons i'm calling season eight a half a season because it only did 10 kind, episodes kind of is yeah yeah but it's not like a show that's gone just went on for way 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 too long and it's not a show that got you know one season and you know just went away and never got anything else from it again mm-hmm. uh so it, it went a decent length i definitely think it evolved a lot which is kind of important for any show that's been on that long because if you look at season one and look at season eight it's practically not even the same show mm. yeah yeah so overall were you happy with uh, how things come yeah i mean we had a few storylines there were still a lot of people not there at the funeral that i'd thought of after the fact uh, we, yeah, ne- we still haven't seen um never seen anything more from uh, john and shiara you know hot girl and hot man um they were you know kind of instrumental in a crossover and then they were on the first season of legends and nothing uh you know a yeah. few other people didn't make an appearance and that was kind of curious but you know maybe the actors were busy at the time mm-hmm. you know real world kind of gets in the way with some of that stuff so yeah, I think one of the big ones that was missing was Slade, obviously Deathstroke, uh, mm-hmm. Manu Bennett. I heard, I, I'll, I've still got this kind of on my mind. I heard about two years ago, maybe two, maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, that the CW was just suddenly like not allowed to use Deathstroke. And after I met, after I remember reading that, Deathstroke never came back to the show. Uh, so I guess that probably was like the case or whatever. I think this was when they, were, you know, when they were trying to do this is going slightly off topic a little bit but it's still related to Deathstroke you remember when they were preparing um I can't remember I think I think it was Joe something you know when they were going to do the uh, DCEU um Ben Affleck solo Batman film and they were going to have this um you know the post credit scene in Justice League where that 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 version of Deathstroke that shows up he was supposed to be in that Batman film uh with Ben Affleck which obviously didn't end up happening and is, and is a different f- thing now altogether um, it was sort of like since he joined the DCEU, like the Justice League stuff and him possibly feeding into the Batman, that was around the time I saw that article about them not being allowed to use him and it kind of clicked together and made sense for me because they've never been allowed to use Batman either. 
uh, or they never have used him, and Warner Brothers just hasn't used Batman on TV anyway. Um, so I think that's probably the reason we never saw him again, is just Warner Brothers was like, okay, we're going to use him in the DCEU, and you're just not allowed to use him anymore. Because the same thing kind of happened with the Suicide Squad in this show as well. Um, they sort of set up a new one, and it never kind of happened, and obviously got his, uh, James Gunn, I think. He's making, like, the new version, uh, of Suicide Squad. Um, and even when the, the previous version came out, uh, you know, with Jared Leto and, and, uh, Margot Robbie and all that. Uh, it, it sort of seems like since those two things happened, that both the Suicide Squad and Deathstroke haven't been in Arrow at all. So, that kind of, uh, lines up to me. Does that kind of line up for you as well? Like, time-wise? Yeah, and DC has always been super protective of its IP in that regard. Almost too protective. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but you, you, I mean, I'm one of the few people that was okay. You know, I didn't love, love Justice League or Batman versus Superman. Yeah. But once you saw the extended cut of Batman versus Superman, the movie made more sense. I, I'm not going to say it was better, but a lot of the character motivations is the half hour that got cut out of that movie. Mm-hmm. which makes more sense for Justice League and his motivations there uh, for all the characters involved. Um, but past that, I mean, we got a new Wonder Woman coming out, I think, this year. Yeah, I think it's in and, June. Yeah, I'll definitely go see that because the aesthetics looks kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's supposedly an Ezra Miller Flash coming up, but I don't know that it's official official or if it's just kind of rumored. Well, he he popped up in this universe before he went back to the other one. Yeah. So, yeah. But again, I know they talked about making like a Flashpoint movie with him. Mm-hmm. But I don't yeah. know if that's like official or just like, you know, industry rumor. Because um, until we yeah. see like a, a poster or a trailer, you never really know. Yeah. So, um, but overall, I'm happy with the way that Arrow has ended. It's kind of, I kind of thought about like, okay, how did, like, what was the ending of Arrow? Obviously, we had different character endings because we had different things happen to different characters. Um, it was sort of, uh, the story of Arrow kind of ended with Crisis because it was the whole, you know, Oliver Queen sacrifice and mm-hmm. um, him kind of creating this, this new era of the Arrowverse with obviously the, the single Earth. And what sort of thing that the, the Earth Prime with the, the sort of Justice League kind of sort of thing that we've got. Um, and that was basically the ending of Arrow. It was just sort of settling the other characters, you know, Thea and Roy. Uh, not getting married, but agreeing to get married at some point. You know, uh, Diggle and Lila agreeing to go to Metropolis and him possibly having a green thing of some sort. And yeah, then... and that did get explained finally. Um, uh, that's one of the things I like most about YouTube is that there's several, several geek channels and they cut together yeah. the sequence of everything. And so for the people that didn't see that, uh, do you remember the episode of Arrow where Ernie Hudson played uh, John Diggle's stepfather? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, a couple of seasons ago. Roughly. His last name was Stewart, which would technically make John Diggle John Stewart. Mm-hmm. And then they showed the clip from Elseworld where uh, uh, John Wesley ships uh, Batman uh, uh, Flash from Earth-99 said well usually when i see you you're wearing your ring Mm -hmm. and then that's that's the sequence of events to make people assume that it's the green lantern ring yeah yeah which i hope it is i do hope that it happens at some point i don't know why you plant that seed and then just not use it so we've had that planted we'll see what happens with that in the future um although to be honest i kind of wanted it to be a blue lantern ring okay all right just because the green lantern ring the power is based on willpower uh, with Blue Lantern, it's Hope. And so that would be kind of an interesting character arc for, you know, he loses somebody he considers a brother, 
but he still has hope for the future, and then okay. that evolves into a, a Blue Lantern ring. But I don't know that they would ever do that. Don't know. Maybe depends if they're allowed to allowed to even mm-hmm. use the character. We don't know. So, um, yeah, just overall, I'm just happy with the way it ended. I'm satisfied with where most of the characters ended up. You know, I'm still slightly confused. You know, it's still like okay, Felicity didn't die, but she ended up with the in the afterlife with Oliver. So, d- d- does that mean she sacrificed herself or whatever? It's not quite. Like, you know, relevant, it's just a small kind of question I have, but, uh, yeah, they ended up together in some way, shape, or form, um, you know, William and Mia went forward and, uh, grew up to be the characters we know them to be, um, and everything ended kind of, kind of nicely, in a way we saw most of the characters come back, apart from a few, which I thought was nice, so, um, yeah, it was just a, a nice way to kind of end things, so... Uh, let's get into my, I don't know if you wrote anything down, but I'm going to go f- with my, uh, season rankings. Of course, we have eight seasons, um, of the, of this TV show to, to rank, so I'm just going to start and go through them. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts. And allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Some of them might be kind of obvious, but uh, I'll just start reading anyway. Number eight is going to be season four, obviously. I thought that the uh, Damien Dark thing was probably one of the worst storylines that's happened on this show. I think he's the worst villain that's been probably in the entire Arrowverse. And granted, it was a bit more of like a... uh, You know, my my kind of personal opinion, he didn't work for the show. He didn't fit in Arrow to me. Um, You know, if you look at all the other villains that we've had, like Malcolm Merlin and Prometheus and Deathstroke and... Some of these other ones, you've had a lot of like archer characters, uh, archer type, you know, sort of characters. Uh, and I'm not saying you have to have that in order to make Arrow successful, but the the whole magic Damien Dark thing just took it in a completely wrong direction that I don't think worked at all. Um, but I, I did like him. I remember when we when we podcasted on Legends in season four or something, three season or three, four. three or four, when when he was part of the Legion of Doom. And that was quite good, but he was with, you know, Reverse Flash and uh, Malcolm Merlin, so that was pretty good. But yeah, number eight is going to be season four, I uh, and, you know, the mistake of killing off Laurel, which they sort of fixed later on, but, uh, yeah, I just don't think that's a very good season. Uh, number seven is going to be season three. Um, I, I do like the League of Assassins storyline more than certain other people do. Um, of course, that's the season where I think, like, the whole Illicit- Illicity thing... Uh, you know, uh, Felicity and Oliver's relationship kind of 
kicked off a bit more uh, and that sort of thing and that was this season where I think Sarah came back from the dead because they that was obviously like the the big Lazarus pit season um I think that's the season where Oliver died as well didn't Rachel Gould killed him didn't he and that no, they... he didn't. Ki- he stabbed him, but he didn't kill him. And, right, uh, right. Kimiko saved him. Yeah. Um, and then nursed him back to health. But technically, he never died from the Laz- and got res from the Lazarus pit. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, got gravely injured, I suppose, and that sort of thing. It, it was it was a good season, I think, but uh, not one of the better seasons. Maybe uh, number six is going to be season six itself. Um, just kind of looking back on things, I don't think that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. What was it with, with season six having Diaz? Now that I kind of look back on things, I, he was one of the better villains, certainly better than you know what, how I felt about Damien Dark and everything. But uh, again, just kind of, I just felt like he weakened maybe the season he was in. I still thought it was a decent season of TV, but uh, yeah, it was um, he, he kind of brought things down a little bit of a notch. And I I was kind of patiently waiting for like him to kind of get killed off because. Um, yeah, that was that wasn't quite great either. So, uh, number five, I'm going to put season eight. This is where we get into the one the, se- the seasons that I think are a lot better. So, season six, three, and four, I think are just notably worse. Uh, but seasons eight and all, all the other ones, I think, are actually good seasons. So, this is kind of where we get into. Well, this is actually the in the top five. So, uh, season eight, um, yeah, thought they did a good job with, like I said, with wrapping things up. Um, who would you say was the villain for this season? Basically, the just the, the crisis event. Yeah, the anti-monitor, pariah, vaguely-ish, but it's more of a background villain than like any kind of real existential threat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, yeah, so season eight is is number five. Number four is season one. You know, the the start of everything. Thought it was a good season. Thought that Malcolm Merlin was one of my more favorite villains of the season. Um, yeah, obviously played by John Barrowman. He's doing a great job with lots of different things. Um, and, uh, thought, 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 just thought that was a good start. Uh, number three, I'm going to put season five. I really, really like Prometheus. He's one of my favorite villains, uh, of the season. Of the series, rather. Uh, I thought that the whole, rev- I, I kind of, if I sort of, you know, put my memory back in the past or whatever, I can kind of remember, like, the reveal of him. And I thought those episodes were really good. Um, and I uh, just I just thought that was a really great villain overall. I I liked the design of him and everything. I thought it was um a good continuation from rebuilding the mistakes of season four certainly. And uh, just it was it was a good kind of just push on from there I suppose. Number t- uh, two is going to be season seven. Um, yeah, season seven. I thought that the, the season seven I'm pretty sure is when they started to introduce Mia. William and the flashbacks, uh, flash forwards rather, wasn't it? So I thought all that stuff was really, really su- uh, successful and obviously rounded out really well with what they did in season eight. Um, I think Mia's a, a great kind of um, character of the future and everything, and and the whole you know with um, uh, what was Diggle's son's name? Uh, uh, Con- which Connor. one? Um, yeah, Connor. Uh, um, yeah, I thought Connor was a good kind of addition to the team and everything, and you know to see just that just that team that they formed for for the future, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, future timeline. I thought was just really really good as well. So number one is going to be season two. I think Deathstroke's a massive highlight of this season. I think that because uh, that's when you had like the death of Moira, you had um, uh, what was it? Because Tommy was dead at that point. I think wasn't Mal- Malcolm stuck around for season two? I if I remember. Correctly. Yeah, he faked his death a bunch of times through the first three or four seasons. Yeah, he was in the first couple of seasons. He was still really great in the season, and uh, yeah, I think that's probably the best season ever. So, I don't know if you wrote down any kind of rankings or anything, but any 
favorite least favorite season that's sort of uh, well i was never really a fan of the first season just because and long-time listeners to the podcast for entertainment talk where i'm on it know that i'm not a big fan of dark and gray for the sake of dark and gray i mean there's a lot of situations where it works but it got it it's overdone in my opinion um kind of a tangent there's a movie coming out uh based off of a 70s tv show that was all about you know living life and loving life and just coming to terms with things in your past and it's getting remade into a horror flick it's called fantasy island oh i've seen the trailer for that yeah Yeah, that's based off a 70s tv show with ricardo montalban and um it's nothing like it okay and and it it hurts my soul a little bit to see that and that kind of reflects into the first couple of seasons and i didn't even watch i didn't even watch arrow i didn't start watching arrow until flash came out and flash and that was what I did his as well. character yeah um definitely lightened that show up a bit um mm-hmm. and it got better as time went on um i'm not you know the i'm not the one that's going to dunk on uh the Mal- the uh, um, Damian Dark character as much as you do. Um, I don't <laughs> think he was utilized as well as he could have been because uh, I have seen him be a villain, a better villain in other shows. And another tangent, if you're curious about that, I don't know if in the UK if you could find it anywhere on a streaming service, but the show is called Justified. Um, I think that's on Amazon over here. Yeah, it's uh, it stars Timothy Oliphant and Nick Searcy are the two big names that you might recognize. But Outside of the U.S., I don't know if you're going to get a lot of it because it's very, very regional. And when I say that, it's it's based in like a rural Kentucky area. Um, and I live close-ish to that area to where I can get a lot of the subtle nuances to it. Mm-hmm. But it would it would kind of like me trying to understand the subtle nuances of a show that was based around three blocks around Brighton Beach. I mean, okay. I know I know of the area. I kind of, I could probably like Google search and find out some of the stuff, but if you're like a local in that area and you could, they made a show that was like very, very accurate representation of that area. You'd be like, that's right. That's right. That's right. Well, that's wrong, but that's right. And that's right. And that's wrong. Yeah. And, but for, you know, for me living that in the States, it's going to be that different and that's not going to be as great as much of an interest if you're not familiar with that area. But he is, um, that, same actor is in the first season at least, and I think maybe in the second. But he plays a really good bad guy in that show. So okay, yeah, all six seasons are justified or on Amazon. I'm looking at it now. So yeah, um, yeah. And what about your favorite season? Uh, probably once they started doing like the really big crossovers. You know, once we got like the mm-hmm. um, not the Elseworld, but the the one with the. Uh, the, the aliens that was that crossover. What were they called? Invasion. The Dominators. Yeah, that was called. Cool yeah, that one. Yeah, that's when I really think they really hit their high mark. Yeah. And uh, the season eight, it was good. There was a lot of character resolution, but it was also a bit of a layup. You know, because they had their scenes, they knew nothing was going to change, and they didn't have that worry of, you know, do we have the next season? Do we not have a next season? No, we're going to finish the story. We're not going to finish that story. Everything was in its nice, neat little box, and it resolved out fairly well. So it was, it was a good season. I'm not going to call it a great season. I'm going to say, you know, three to seven is probably, like, all tied for, like, first. And then eight is going to be two, and then two and one are going to be three and four, respectively. Okay. All right. 
Um, let's read an email to uh, finish things off here. Michelle says, "Thought I'd jump on." Sorry, thought I'd jump in one in on the last podcast. I think she means. Uh, I think bringing in someone like the Green Arrow to kick uh, off this whole Arrowverse was very brave of the CW, and it's amazing how this universe managed to sustain itself without the likes of Wonder Woman, Batman, and at least for five years or so without uh, Superman. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. Like, they haven't got any, pretty much, of the DC Trinity, uh, characters, which is known to be, um, Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. I mean, we have Superman now. We had two of them, obviously, in the crossover, but, for, for until at least, because that was season two of Supergirl, wasn't it, when they introduced Superman? Um, because there was, like, flashes of him in season one of Supergirl, but he was actually introduced in season two, Tyler Hecklin's version. Um, but we've never had a Wonder Woman, we've never had, we have, we had Kevin Conroy come in as Bruce Wayne, but we still never had Batman, and there's never been much mentioned of Wonder Woman, so, um, yeah, what do you think of, like, just the idea that, you know, they use the Green Arrow and they kind of kick things off, and it was, it's been a success ever since? Yeah, I mean, that was definitely an interesting choice, um, Mm. I don't follow comics a whole lot, I mean, I know of them. But I'm not like a regular subscriber to any series. I don't go to the stores and buy a bunch of comics. So I'm not familiar with how popular that character is. Um, They did kind of dance away a little bit from it by just calling it Arrow and not Green Arrow. Yeah. Um, But they did eventually get to that point. But the show was still called Arrow. Mm -hmm. Um, But they could have done that with like several characters. They could have done. But that was just it, it made it more relatable because it's not. You know, somebody with superpowers is not somebody with, like, high-tech gizmos. It's just a guy that's just, like, pushed himself training to be to that point. And I think yeah, that's what yeah. makes, like, him and Batman more relatable. I mean, granted, Batman's got, like, unlimited money and unlimited research to make the tech. But at the end of the day, it's still a dude in a suit. Yeah. So it's not, yeah. you know, it's a lot more relatable on, you know, the personal level to somebody. Mm-hmm. But for for Arrow, you mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was kind of brave to kick that to kick it off with that. I know they did try to do Constantine before that, but that wasn't what kick-started this, uh, yeah. this whole Arrowverse. So. But I am glad that Matt Ryan's gotten a chance to re- reprise that character, because I did see that yeah. Constantine yeah. series, and it was very good. It was uh, not dark, but it was very intense. Um, okay. A couple of gruesome scenes. Um, and to explain... To explain it, like he had a psychic character, like that got a spell cast on him, but the guy that cast the spell on him didn't know if it would work or not, because in order to know if the spell would work, somebody else would have to die, and so he cast a spell on him, just thinking, oh, this is not going to be a thing, and then the guy was in a building fire where twenty-seven people died, and so oh. then the guy got twenty-seven extra lives to live, and so he could he could be killed, but he would be resurrected because of that spell. But oh. only a limited number of times. Hmm. And I think he died like three or four times in the first season. I don't remember. But it, it made for an interesting character arc of you can die, but come back, but only so many times. And then you have the person that casts the spills guilt and the person that has the extra lives guilt because so many people died to give him that extra life. Okay. So that all made right. for a really, really interesting character arc. Hmm. Um. Yeah, that's all the stuff I pretty much got written down. I mean, we had a, a good kind of ending to the show and everything. Obviously, the universe is still going and we'll still keep podcasting on the other shows that we do. Um, 
you know, the Superman series will happen. We'll see what they else they do in the future. If they make any other shows or whatever, um, I kind of, I kind of hope they don't in a way because we've already got like six or seven of these things, and one or two of them would probably have to end before anything else comes in. But uh, you know, for now we got the shows that we've got. Some of them are good. Some of them are not as good. Well, then, aren't that's they bringing in a Star Girl show? Yeah, that, that's for that's for uh, DC Universe, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's is that's one that people get getting confused on, which is basically it's a it's a DC Universe show, so it's tied in with Titans and Doom Patrol and that, but it's going to be shown on the CW as well. But that doesn't mean it's in the Arrowverse. But we kind of have found out that in the whole multiverse that uh, those shows are tied in anyway, you know, because of the whole crisis scenes that we saw. So it's not directly part of the Arrowverse, but it's in the same multiverse. I, I suppose, in a way. Um, but yeah, there's that to look forward to as well, of course, whenever that happens. So, we shall see. Uh, any final thoughts for Arrow? Uh, no, not off the top of my head. Okay. Alright. Um, well, it's been eight very good seasons. And, uh, yeah, I... Um, what's it? Stephen Amell's going to do... He's doing that Code 8 thing. He's doing he's, a he's wrestling doing like show. He's doing like a wrestling... Yeah, wrestling show. Yeah, and uh, some other stuff. I remember he said... In an interview that he's like actually moving away from, because I think it's is it Vancouver where they where they shoot these shows. It's Van- yeah, somewhere like that. a lot of the shows they shoot in Vancouver because yeah. California raise, puts taxes on it to make it to the point to where there's just you can't afford to make the shows there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he said he said that like he was moving away from there with his wife to like raise his daughter somewhere. I can't remember where he said he was going, but somewhere else. So uh, best of luck to him. Best of luck to this cast. Of course, some of them are still in this Arrowverse, so we'll probably see them again in, in different things. Um, and we'll see what the future holds for everything. So good stuff. Um, you can, of course, find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers for review options and ad-free podcast options. Amazon affiliate link, that's where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds, please write, review, and subscribe to those as well. Of course, we do have the other feeds for the other shows that we cover in in, our, in the Arrowverse and one for all of them as well. So have a look out for those. Uh, word of mouth, of course, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. We don't just cover these DC shows. We cover a whole bunch of stuff. Um... Walking Dead is on. Uh, um, what's it? Westworld's uh, uh, back soon. We've got uh, Better Call Saul that's on as well. So uh, have a look out for those podcasts and just a bunch of other stuff that we do. We cover uh, sports and Man United and that sort of thing. Um, and we'll, we we discuss what's going on there. I do film reviews and stuff. I cover other cover other TV shows. We have a gaming podcast as well. Me and Robert talk about games every week. So uh, please continue to follow us on the other journeys that we're going to be doing as well in the coming days, months, weeks, years, all that sort of thing. So please continue to follow us. Uh, it would be great if you could uh, continue to join us on the other shows that we do. Um, what's the other thing? Of course, yeah, social media, please tell, uh, yeah, please share them on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're allowed to, put them in different Facebook groups. And the last thing, video games, if you want to watch us play different video games. Me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer. Thanks for listening, and look out for Let's Play Sundays as well. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.